We're glad you could join us today for the Bridge for Peace podcast with Annette Eckhart. Today's episode, Jesus in the Middle of Your Marriage. Here's Annette. Welcome. I'm Annette Eckhart, your hostess for today. And I am really grateful that we have an opportunity to take this time to share together the Word of God, to give glory and thanks to His name. Also, we can share together in the second half of this program, Foundation for Healing, our Bridge for Peace course, which prepares missionaries for the field and also raises people up, empowers them in the gift of healing. In Bridge for Peace, we are called by God for the healing of the nations through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And for the last 35 years, this has been the work that I've been doing with my husband, Ed, and it is with the greatest pleasure and delight that I introduce him to you today. Hey, hon, it's a good time to say hello to all our listeners. Hello there, listeners. Uh, great to be here with you today and to share a little bit about our, uh, our marriage covenant. And this year, we had the great pleasure to celebrate 50 years of marriage. And we had a beautiful celebration with a lot of our friends. Yes, and family all around. It's so beautiful what God does when you surrender your life to him. It's been an amazing walk, an amazing journey, filled with surprises, filled with times of tragedy and times of joy. But in all of it, it's been wonderful being in covenant relationship with you. And that's what our topic is for today when we're studying our Foundation for Healing segment will be marriage as a covenant. Well, that's great, Annette. I'm really excited to be able to join with you and uh, to discuss it uh, for our radio listeners. Uh, it's going to be a great experience. Yes, yeah, so marriage as a covenant is an example that we can all relate to, many of us being married and others having observed many marriages. So it's pretty um, easy for us to look around us and ourselves and say, yes, there's a covenant in action. That's a great covenant. And you can see the covenant keepers, the husband and the wife. And then there's other times when you can look and say, well, not doing too good a job. But one of the things that's amazing in marriage is the encouragement that you can find in it. And I think that's one of your many, many gifts, Eddie, but one of the great gifts that you do have is the gift of encouragement. Well, certainly I believe that, uh, I believe in you, first of all, and I believe that uh, when you want to do something uh, that is more challenging to you, that uh, I need to do everything that I possibly can to make it uh, an easier task for you and uh, remove as many obstacles as possible so that you can accomplish the things that you desire. And uh, that's how uh, we both reach the greatest fulfillment. 
Well, it's very amazing, though, in your personality. That has been really a more or less natural, I'll say natural, characteristic, where many people need to learn how to support another person. That has always come naturally to you. And I imagine that's one of the many reasons, again, that God chose you to be the worldwide leader of Bridge for Peace. Bridge for Peace, which has bases in Africa, South America, North America, Europe, and Australia, because you know how to support others and how to love others. And I've been blessed by the covenant that we have had for all these 50 past years. And I know that many people are encouraged just to see a healthy, beautiful, loving marriage. I know so many times that we have been stopped ourselves when we share with people that we're celebrating our marriage anniversary. And people would ask us how many years And this year, when we told them 50 people were so blessed and moved by that and encouraged. And one of the words that we heard often was, you give me hope. You give me hope. And I think that's a covenant. When you're in covenant with a faithful God, you can have hope. Certainly, God is the epitome of faithfulness to us he never fails us. He's always with us. He's always supporting us. He wants to encourage us and strengthen us in every way that we possibly can. He possibly can. And uh, I believe that uh, God wants to see us um, operate to our fullest capacity. And when we're doing that, then, uh, then God is the most pleased. Yes. And I know one of the things that we have spoken about and is the promises of God, the covenant promises. And there are many promises in the Word of God. There are many promises God has made to all of us who have entered into covenant with Him. But I wonder today, when there are so many broken promises in society, um, even so many examples in the daily news of broken promises, uh, such a lack of faithfulness, how it would be for a person who had been injured, or when we look at the marriage vows, saying love, honor, and obey, persons who have been dishonored, how difficult it might be for them to really trust the covenant promises that God has given to them. How difficult it could be to trust a faithful God, even when we're unfaithful, he remains faithful. That's what the word tells us. How difficult it could be to establish, again, a trust relationship, a relationship of hope, a relationship where faithfulness would be the norm. Uh, I could understand in today's society how difficult that could be for people. For me, being married to you for 50 years and 
you're just such a wonderful man, a wonderful person, that it's easy for me to, to see a loving God because I see him in you. But I was thinking about the people who find that difficult. And perhaps we could pray for people who maybe want to enter into a covenant relationship with God, but are afraid because they haven't known faithfulness in their lives. What do you think about that? Certainly, uh, that's a, an excellent way to strengthen people in their relationship and their understanding of covenant through prayers. Um, truly, that uh, um, society doesn't give good examples of uh, covenant relationship. It would be wonderful if we could pray for you today to be healed in any area where you have been broken due to unfaithfulness for any relationship. And this can be a relationship between parents and children. This could be a relationship between friends. This could be a relationship between spouses um, where you yourself were betrayed, where there was no faithfulness, where promises that were made to you were broken. We would like to pray for you today in the name of Jesus Christ, that you could be healed from these really traumatic experiences and through the healing then be able to enter into a covenant relationship with God for the first time or to deepen that relationship that you have with God or to realize his faithfulness and perhaps to become faithful yourself. Perhaps you have had a difficulty in being faithful to what God has called you to because you doubt his faithfulness. So we want to pray for you today. If you are experiencing those any of those things that I've been mentioning. And I do believe, Ed, that the first step to that would be forgiveness. Yes, that sounds like a, a good beginning. Yes. So we want to ask you to forgive any any of the relationships that I was mentioning, or Ed, perhaps you have something in your mind. I guess it could be betrayal in the workplace as well. Yes. Well, we you know uh, perhaps uh, you know we start in the, the workplace uh, where um, perhaps. Um, our manager has not uh, uh, done the things that he should, which we uh, would indicate that would, he would be, you know, caring for us as a, a, a valid employee. And, uh, you know, that type of betrayal, um, you know, is a difficult one to deal with because we rely on the uh, employee-employer relationship to uh, be one uh, that is faithful. Yes. You know, and also thinking about the integrity of that relationship and the necessity because it, our economic dependence in that area and also of coworkers sometimes 
coworkers that seem to be friends and then they betray us and different kinds of things happen in the workplace as we know as we're aware so however these examples may have touched you or whatever the holy spirit might be raising in your heart around betrayal unfaithfulness broken promises we ask in the name of jesus that you would make a decision today to forgive we want you to know that it's a decision forgiveness is not a feeling but it's a decision and we're asking you today in the name of jesus christ to make that decision to forgive the one who betrayed you because as we know we all betrayed jesus and he's forgiven us so unforgiveness is like a poison arrow going into your heart and that poison will spread to your emotions, your mindset, and even your physical body. So today we ask you to pull that poison arrow out of your own heart by making a decision to forgive. And when you do that, then the Holy Spirit will come in and clean up all infection and all the dead tissue and bring life, the full life that Jesus Christ has offered to each one of us so that's the first step is to make the decision to forgive well forgiveness is is such a powerful way to uh, heal relationships and to uh, uh, come to a different level of uh, understanding uh, uh, with uh, god and we are uh, blessed to be able to do that you know it's a decision that uh, we can make and uh, sometimes it's not easy to make that decision, but it's uh, one that's so important. Yes, it's very vital. So we're asking you today to make that decision with the help of the Holy Spirit, that you can make a decision to forgive the one or the ones who have betrayed you. And now we ask the Lord to forgive us for holding unforgiveness. And we thank you, Lord, that we know that your word says you are faithful to forgive us when we confess our sins. So we thank you, Lord God, that we are washed clean by the blood of Jesus Christ today as we ask for your forgiveness, Lord. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you are doing in the hearts of all of those who have made that decision today in your name and by your power Jesus to forgive so we thank you Lord once we've made that decision to forgive and everything shifts in our world as a result of it then the Holy Spirit can bring the needed healing that would allow us to enter into the blood covenant or to continue in the blood covenant by calling Jesus Christ our Savior and Lord, and living for him, not betraying him, but living for him, the one who would never betray us. And then we find out what it's like to live in a covenant, to live with a covenant-keeping God under all of the blessings, all of the promises, all of the wisdom, all of the guidance that God promises to give to us. Certainly, forgiveness and forgiving 
uh, is such a powerful tool for us to to uh, bring us to our our greatest potential. Once we've forgiven people that have hurt us, oftentimes we see healing from that in that position where a person who is maybe has a grudge with someone because they did something that they uh, were offended by. Uh, once that forgiveness process happens, then uh, things in their life begin to change. And uh, oftentimes we've seen seen healing from that uh, forgiving uh, decision. That's right, so often. And when people hold grudges, it can really, as you say, be affecting them, not only by that decision to hold a grudge, but physically there can be a very negative effect. And of course, in their spirit, as you said, holding unforgiveness, taking offense. And what happens when we go down that road is we take greater and greater offense. We blame more and more people, as we've talked already on the Bridge for Peace program about shifting blame, becomes a matter of that. So we just thank God that he demonstrates for us what it is to be faithful. And we can read his word from the Old Testament right through. And in the entire book, the entire Bible, it demonstrates how faithful God has been through the generations. And as he's been faithful through the generations, he will be faithful to you. So it's been an amazing journey, honey, that we have shared 50 years of marriage covenant with Jesus Christ in the middle, God in the middle, and all of the amazing places God has taken us. And I don't only mean physical places, but I mean those places of the heart. Um, and I just pray that everyone could experience what I've experienced with you because you're faithful, you're encouraging, you're patient, you're, you have integrity, amazing integrity, you're courageous. And I pray that others could experience in their relationships the kind of faithfulness that I've experienced be through you as God is so alive in you and you give him free reign in your life. It's been such a huge blessing. Certainly, I feel like it's a responsibility of uh, a spouse to uh, provide those things to be encouraging and strengthening and and uh, bring the other up to the level that they possibly can be with blessings. But I am blessed by you, my dear, to uh, receive the same encouragement and strengthening and, uh, and all the uh, love and uh, blessing that you have been in my life. I can't think of anyone that uh, could be a greater blessing to me beside you. Thank you, darling. Well, we pray for all of those who are in the marriage covenant, all of those who hope to be married one day, uh, in the name of Jesus, and anyone who has suffered as a result of marriage, we pray for your healing. But Lord, we ask that you would bless 
those um, who are in covenant today. Bless them, Lord God, and those who perhaps the spouse has passed on. Bless them today, Lord, with happy memories. We thank you, Lord, for your covenant with each one of us and that you are always faithful. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Bridge for Peace Healing to the Nations podcast with Annette Eckert. Please join us next Wednesday for another inspiring episode. For more information about Bridge for Peace, visit us on our website at bridgeforpeace.org. This is Scott Silverberg for Annette saying have a blessed day and let Jesus be your bridge for peace.